are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We ran through the AFC last show. Today, we are going to run through the NFC. Webb, the betting betting lines changed by like two and a half games because of my predictions. How How does that make you feel? I am a gambling needle mover. Did it change in the direction that you wanted it to, or it went the opposite Vegas. direction? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Vegas is smart. Don't listen to Coop. They were like, "These are awful. Let's go the other way." Jacksonville over under is now one and a half games. <laughs> makes sense. I can't wait for the NFC. This this conference is insane. I could see like twelve different teams winning it. I I'm looking forward to this. Are you ready for today's show? Always ready, buddy. Let's start with the money division, the NFC East. These are some gigantic media markets with some pretty awful teams. Last year, Dallas won the division at 12 and 5. The Eagles were second at 9 and 8. Washington came in third at 7 and 10. The Giants finished at in fourth at 4 and 13. The Giants look awful. The Commanders traded for Carson Wentz and the Cowboys and Eagles both had horrific Playoff defeats. Webb, let's start this prediction. Who do you see finishing in fourth? Actually, let's go through each team first. Do you believe in Philadelphia this year? Webb, I'm sorry, Coop. (laughs) Coop. Jesus, this is going to be a long show. Well, if it's any consolation, this team has me so frazzled that I can't even get our names right. Coop, uh, I've been saying for months that I'm all in on the Eagles. I'm very high on them. Yes. I, I like the Eagles this year as well. Uh, I don't love the quarterback, but I love everything around the quarterback, basically. The defense is great. Good receivers. The running backs. Eh, but I, I like the team. I did say this is my sleeper for Super Bowl appearance. You believe in Jalen Hurts that much, huh? It wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Jalen Hurts going to be injured in game three. You heard it here first, folks. The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they are a dumpster fire. Mike McCarthy should be the first coach fired. Dak Prescott is the most overrated quarterback in football. Webb, how do you feel about this team this season? They were the number one team defense last year, and I don't like any of their defensive players not named Diggs or... Michael Parsons? Michael Parsons, there it is. Um, Dallas surprised a lot of people. They forced a lot of turnovers. I think that was why they were the number one uh, defensive team last year. That's not going to happen this year. My prediction, uh, I'm not very high on them. Uh, that's any that's any sort of guess or any hint into my prediction. Dallas lost their left tackle. It might not be for the year, but Tyron Smith is basically always hurt. So even when he comes back, I don't have much faith in him. This offensive line is not that good. It was a great line for a long time, and now it's very, very average to below average. Zeke hasn't looked like Zeke in three years. Is C.D. Lamb the new Juju Smith-Schuster? I want to say he's going to be better than Juju, but there are a lot of expectations for him. I, I'd be surprised if he lives up to it. I think he might be a great number two and not good enough to be a number one. I think that is definitely possible this season. And I agree with you, but I still think he does better than Juju did, which is a low bar. But Dak is way better than Big Ben. So, like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Because I think Juju has a good year this year, but I don't have faith. I don't know, man. I think C.D. Lamb is all hype because of Skip Bayless. I really think that's part of what this is. So what's your prediction for C.D. Lamb's numbers at the end of the year? 85 catches, 
1,050 yards, seven touchdowns. Yeah, that's pretty mediocre, especially with the extra game that we have now and him being the number one option. That's pretty mediocre in a pass-first offense. Maybe I'm going a little low on the yards, but I just don't see it. Like I, I hope I'm wrong. But I, I watched a lot of CD and Amari Cooper last year playing together. And CD did not show up a lot of games. So I'm not sure how, how this is going to work this year when he's the, the guy. And kind of the only guy, because Michael Gallup's coming back from an injury. Jalen Tolbert, no one's heard of before. Like, I'm not sure with, t- with team defenses zoning in on him, how, how much better he's going to do. I'll take the over on the yards and the over on the touchdowns. But I like the 85 catches. I think that sounds about right. Yeah, 1050 might have been a little low, but I don't know, man. I'm trying to think how many yards he had last. I'm going to look up how many yards he had last year. Because if, if I'm really selling him low, then I feel bad. But So he had 1,100 yards last year. Sorry. So I'll raise it to 1,200 yards. 1,200 yards he'll have as a number one guy. Seven touchdowns still. 80, he only had 79 catches last year. As he played the whole two. year. I think he did. I think he might have missed one game, but I don't think he's like an Iron Man. I think he could miss more games, so I'm not yeah. sure that matters. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I don't think C.D. Lamb's going to be like a top five receiver or anything. So if I had to choose whether he's going to disappoint or he's going to, um, you know, he's going to make people excited, I think he will lean towards more disappointing people. Okay, let's move on to the New York Giants. Uh, this is a team that I almost want nothing to do with. I want to watch the crumble happen in real time. Saquon Barkley apparently is the healthiest he's ever been and is going to dominate this year for real, guys. I mean it this time. And Daniel Jones looks real good in camp. You're going to see, guys. He's the real deal. And I don't believe any of this. Do you have any faith in this offense whatsoever? A little bit to be better than last year because they were abysmal, but not to actually be good. They brought Brian Dable from Buffalo to be their new head coach. He's the guy that got the most out of Josh Allen. But Josh Allen was a physical freak that had all these tools in the toolbox that had to be unlocked. That is not how I would describe Daniel Jones. I just, he fumbles so much, and I have no faith in this guy. I mean, Daniel Jones' most memorable play is him tripping over himself on a breakaway touchdown that that was so impressive until the very end it was really it was really well done by that guy uh Kadarius tony can't stay healthy kenny galladay has apparently would have been cut if they didn't owe him so much money already he was that awful in camp (laughs) Uh, they they drafted evan neal in the first round top five to be their right tackle to go with their left tackle they drafted fourth overall a year and a half two years ago so the line might be better but I don't think Daniel Jones will help it even a little bit. I have no faith in Saquon this year. Like I just think this offense is going to be a mess, and I don't want anything to do with it, come fantasy-wise. Uh, yeah, definitely not. It's funny because when Kenny Galladay signed that, that deal, I don't think any of us were like, uh, confident that that would be a good signing. Um, Saquon, I've been saying for years, Coop is not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. He just it's, it, it's just on those like breakaway... Um, plays that this guy really got his yardage. Good. Man. I, I saw a quote from him yesterday where he said, "People think I'm just the a, 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 a juke mover, and I don't run between the tackles well or downhill. And I'm gonna prove them all wrong this year." I was like, "What about the first three years? Well, why couldn't you prove them wrong then?" 
but nope. We'll see it now for real. Well, he's in a contract year, so I, I, I guess the money's dangled in front of his eyes. Maybe that's what he means. Okay, for this defense, they have some pieces I kind of like. Dexter Lawrence is a great run stuffer. Leonard Williams, really good defensive tackle, defensive end, depending on the system. Thibodeau is hurt. Their first-round pick this year that was number six overall, I believe. So they have a decent defensive line if everyone's healthy. I don't like their linebackers and Crowder or Calitro, but they have some good corners and safeties. Julian Love, I like at safety. Xavier McKinney from Alabama, I like. Dory Jackson was pretty good until he wasn't, but he has upside. John Tennessee is a first-round pick. I think this defense could be solid. Am I crazy to think that? No, I don't think you're crazy to think that. Uh, the defense could be solid. Uh, it's just that everywhere else might be so bad that they're going to be on the field so much they may not look good. That is very realistic. You can only bend before you break for so long. And I don't understand how this team is built. Like, how do you give Kenny Galladay that much money knowing the injury risk was there? Knowing he was only in Detroit and he was good for one year. Like, I don't understand this at all. And he was fine. Like, I own, I had Kenny Galladay in fantasy and I, you know, I watched Kenny Galladay for a couple of years there in Detroit. And Marvin Jones, you know, really, uh, <clears throat> really sort of made, made a lot of the plays, really moved the chains and, you know, made some great catches there. I feel like Kenny Galladay sort of got the shine, but Marvin Jones did a lot of work. Yeah, he was the better player. Kenny Galladay was the big, bigger physical freak, but Drew Jones got the move to chance. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Washington, a team that is doomed for failure for trading for Carson Wentz. That was their big move. The Ryan Fitzpatrick was out. Carson Wentz was in. They drafted Jahan Dotson in the first round at wide receiver to make really a really fun receiving core in Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel. They got your boy Logan Thomas at tight end. If he could ever stay healthy for more than five games, could be an elite tight end. And the offensive line isn't awful. Could this offense be good or Carson Wentz destroy it like he destroys all things? I'd be surprised if this offense is good, but I think this team can be competitive-ish. How do you how do you feel? I might be biased because I truly hate Carson Wentz with the rage of a thousand suns. But I like the receivers. Antonio Gibson is a solid kind of running back. Uh, Brian Robinson was probably going to edge him out to be the starter this year. And then he got shot a few days ago, which is not ideal. But apparently he's only going to miss four weeks. So hopefully he comes back. And But I think Carson Wentz dooms this team, man. Like when you hear the comments at a Colts camp, like, yeah, he didn't know how to run plays. He just kind of looked at stuff and then figured it out as we went. That's not a good sign for a football team. I don't believe in that very much. No, I'd agree with you. Football is pretty like timing based. Like, hey, I'm going to throw it here in three seconds. You better be there. Carson Wentz doesn't believe in that. You know what else he doesn't believe in? Vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him so much, Rob. I hate his guts. <laughs> I think the offense could be kind of fun. McLaurin can run and get it. John Dawson can run and get it. Carson Wentz has a gigantic arm. So it could be kind of fun, but the bad will for sure outweigh the good. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Let's move on to their defense. I love the defensive line. Montez Sweat, first round pick a few years ago. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Chase Young, if he ever comes back, who I thought was one of the best defensive end prospects in a long time, that they can dominate. They will get after the passer. They've got some interesting corners. 
William Jackson III from Cincinnati. Kendall Fuller. Like, they have guys that can play. They drafted uh, Jermaine Davis from Kentucky, I believe, the linebacker in the second round this year. Really, Kind of like a small school guy who was really athletic and they think can play a really good role for this team. Like, they have pieces on this defense that could be really, really, really good. And if Chase Young comes back and is what we think he could be, it could be elite. Am I crazy to believe in this defensive line? Or am I just in love with Chase Young? Yeah, you might be in love with Chase Young. I'm not high on this team. <laughs> Defensively, at least. Man, those guys get after the passer. Montez Sweat had that great story from training camp where he was chasing Carson Wentz, yelling at him to throw it out of bounds. Throw, I mean, throw it away, throw it away. And then Carson just ran out of bounds like a doofus. Like, these guys get after the passer. I'm mean, all in. Yeah, I agree with you that, like, you know, they can definitely get after the passer. I'd just be surprised if that defense is good. Still mad that they went after Wentz and they had other options. I think Ron Rivera can put together a good defense. I think he can get that done. But we'll see. Okay. Let's get to it. Our predictions for the NFC East. In fourth place, who do you have, Webb? I have the Washington Commanders at 5-12. and 12. I have Washington as well at 7-10 and 10 in fourth. Who do you have in third place? The New York Football Giants at 7-10. and 10. I have the New York Giants as well at 8-9. and nine. Okay, so pretty close. Who do you have in second? The Dallas Cowboys at 8-9. and nine. I also have the Dallas Cowboys at 8-9, and nine, tied with the Giants. Interesting. And we both have Philadelphia in first, obviously. What is your prediction for their record? I have the Philadelphia Eagles at 13-4. and four. Number one spot in the division, baby. I have them at 12 and 5. So I believe in them as well. Glad you came around, Coop. Well, they made a but they made a bunch of good trades, man. I love what the Eagles did this year. Like, my favorite player in the drafts was I talked about him openly, was Nicobe Dean. He fell to the third round. The Eagles took him. I love that. Jordan Davis was a physical freak from Georgia. They took him the first round. I love that. Did you see what Brandon Graham signed to somebody's uh helmet recently? Nope. I did not. I genuinely consider becoming an Eagles fan. Uh, he signed, and I'm going to believe out the words, but he did not. F Tom Brady. Tom Brady is my B. Uh, New England sucks. I am the strip sack goat. F Tom Brady. Beautiful. I, I, I brought a tear to my eye. The Eagles are destined for greatness after this. It was amazing. Oop, I, I love it. I love the intensity. And... Um... I really believe in this team. Like, really believe in this team. I think they have the best offseason out of anyone, any yeah, team. Tra- trading for CJ Gardner Johnson from New Orleans, and they gave up a fifth round pick is nothing like this team is loaded on defense. Fantastic offensive line. If Jalen Hurts can play like a top 18 quarterback, the sky's the limit, really, because the team around him is really well done. Sleeper Super Bowl pick, man. It's possible. I don't think you'll have him going, but it's possible for sure. Okay. Let's move on to the NFC West web. We'll start in alphabetical order with the Arizona Cardinals. But first, let's talk about last season. The Rams won at 12 and won the division at 12 and 5. The Cardinals, Cardinals finished second at 11 and 6. San Fran also made the playoffs at 10 and 7. Seattle and your boy Russell Wilson finished in last at 7 and 10. So three playoff teams from this division last season. Let's see if we have three making it this year as well. Arizona Cardinals. Are an interesting team, to say the least. Their star receiver 
DeAndre Hopkins was suspended for steroids for the first six games. Their star quarterback, Kyler Murray, was given a gigantic contract with a clause that he had to study for four hours a week because apparently he was not doing that. This embarrassed him and the Cardinals, and they removed that clause shortly after it came out because NFL teams are spineless cowards. Should they have removed that clause, by the way, or kept it in? Kept it in 100%. Yeah, I don't understand why they would remove it. It's clearly an issue if you put it in the contract. So he wasn't doing it. Make him do it. I think it's embarrassing that they put it in the contract, but keep it in. And if he's embarrassed, you shouldn't assign him to that money then. That really, like, I don't understand why they put that clause in and then gave him the money. If he's not studying, don't pay him and trade him. Exactly. If Houston got three first-round picks for Deshaun, with all his accusations, what could Arizona have gotten for Kyler? realistically yeah honestly it's a good question i don't think they should have paid him that money it's yeah we're deal. on the same page there we're on the same page there. that was a that was a mistake but i regret it very soon for sure uh their offense i don't have faith in your boy james connor is starting running back chase edmonds is gone now so it's just him they traded a first round pick for marquise brown who was never good in baltimore but sure you'll figure it out with kyler now and aj green's corpse is still there Webb, do you think this offense could have a good season yes eventually i am the exact opposite this team will crumble in december like it always does because kyler <laughs> is not built for the winter see normally i'd agree with you but because hop is coming back you know, close to mid-season, I think that's when they'll start to get a little better. But normally I'd agree with you. Zero faith. This offensive line is just okay. Rodney Hudson isn't the same guys a few years ago. DJ Humphreys is basically the definition of an average left tackle. Like I'm just not sold in this team offensively, Webb. I really am not. Cliff Kingsbury is not the genius we were promised. Oh, but good thing they gave him an extension. <laughs> and the general manager. Yeah. Tie them together, which I don't really like that teams are doing that now. I think it's stupid to tie them together for like five years and stuff. Why do that? I guess so. The organization has one mind going forward, so everyone's cohesive, but sometimes you got to fire a coach and get rid of them. Yeah, your jobs are tied, you can't move on. It makes no sense. It's a huge risk. I understand what you're saying, but it's a huge risk. You know who was the first guy to do this? I remember the 49ers doing it, but don't tell me the Colts did it. The Colts did it for Chuck Pagano and Ryan Grigson. Oh, nice. They were going to fire them both, and instead they gave them extensions. I was at the hospital with my grandmother and started screaming. Not about my grandmother, but this was <laughs> furious still. <laughs> I'll never forget that day the rest of my life. This defense was better than their offense last year. Hopefully Isaiah Simmons, my favorite player from the draft three three seasons ago, they're going to play him more at safety. Hopefully he figures it out. J.J. Watt, does he give them eight healthy games this year or is it more like six? Yeah, give, give me six. I think I agree. It's more likely going to be six. It's going to be tough. Yeah, they're going to pace him throughout the year. Then they'll shut him down when they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, probably. Uh, their corners in Byron Murphy Jr. and Marco Wilson. Byron Murphy is really good. Marco Wilson is the definition of not a good corner. He was a rookie last year. <laughs> I remember his brother, Quincy, on the Colts. He was bad. Uh, he is plays like his brother. It's not good. Well said. I like Buda Baker, though. Buda Baker's my boy. So, big fan of that. But, He's good. Okay. The LA Rams. 
the current Super Bowl champions, allegedly. Matthew Stafford had some elbow issues coming into the season this year. Apparently, it won't be a problem, but I've heard that before. We'll see how that goes. I mean, lesser injury caused Andrew Luck to retire, but I'm sure Stafford will be great this whole year. Well, Stafford's a man, so he'll play. He really is. That's the difference, right? God, I hate him. 100%. Cooper Cup had the best season a wide receiver has ever had in history. Odell Beckham out the door. Allen Robinson back in the door. Man, is this the best one-two punch wide receiver in the league? Because I think it might be. Um... As a Rams fan, I want to say that, but I think some people may argue uh, Cincinnati has a better one-two punch. Maybe the Chargers. Uh, I think Cincinnati has a better one-two-three punch. Just top two, I think I'm taking Cup and Robinson. I would too. I would too. I agree with you. I just That's think there's a lot of hype. I think the offensive line is is noticeably worse. In the left tackle, who's probably going to the Hall of Fame, is out. Joe Note blooms in. I just. Is this offensive line going to be 25% worse this year? Um, No, I don't think so. Like, we lost our first pick, like our, the first pick that we had in the draft, uh, Logan Bruss, a couple weeks ago. Uh, what so round was that pick in? I can't remember. What round was that in? The fourth? I think it was the third. It was the fourth round pick because you guys had no picks because you trade all your picks away. And we win Super Bowls. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for just highlighting the, the winning formula of less than that's um it's a good system, you know, I'm not gonna lie. It's worked. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it's gonna be twenty five percent worse. I like Joe Noboom. Um I like David Edwards, Brian Allen, Rob Havenstein. Like I think three of those guys have been there for, 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 for a minute. So like there is some continuity there. I think this will still be a, a an offensive line in the top twelve. Okay. I have no faith in this line or their running game. I think Stafford and the receivers will make it go. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that works. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the running game either, but that's just because of the individuals who are in the backfield. That's just because <laughs> of the running backs on the roster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reasonable. This defense could be a nightmare for anybody. Aaron Donald is the scariest player in the NFL. I think he's the best player pound for pound in the league. I know quarterbacks have more value, but he is better than any defensive player. More than any quarterback is better than any quarterback. He's the best player in the league, I think. I think you're right. The gap between him and other players is not the same like the gap with the quarterbacks. They gave him quarterback money this year. They gave him like $30 million a year because he's so valuable. And no one was like, that's an overpay. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He, he threatened to retire. And I mean, I never really believed it, but. Clearly fake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the DK Metcalf. <laughs> you guys signed Bobby Wagner from the Seahawks. People say he's getting old. He was the third uh, leading tackler in the league last year. You got Troy Hill back, left Cleveland. Jalen Ramsey's still a top three corner in football. Like you've got pieces everywhere to be an elite defense again this season. Hundred percent. I'm not worried at all. Like we and we've lost a lot of pieces on defense over the last few years. A lot of guys have come and gone. The defense has still played uh, consistently and been very intimidating. It's because the salary cap isn't real, so you figure things out. It's true. Yeah. The San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance is in. Jimmy Garoppolo was kind of out, and they brought him back for $20 million less. Debo Samuel's back. Brandon Ayuk's back. George Kittle's back. This offensive line looks a little different. 
Do you think this offense with Trey Lance will be better than last year's with Jimmy G? I don't know about that. At least not this year. I think eventually it can be, but I don't know, to be honest. I like Jimmy G because he was really good at doing what he was good at. We don't know what Trey Lance is good at yet. I think the upside is gigantic for Trey Lance, but I think it might be much less efficient than it would be with Jimmy Garoppolo. You'll have much more splash plays, but a lot less chain moving on take on like completing the third and six. Trey Lance might not be as good at that yet, but he'll have like 65 yard throws that Jimmy will never make. So high highs and low lows. My, my what I think is going to happen this year with this team. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Whatever happens, but apparently Trey wasn't very happy that they brought Jimmy back, and for good reason. If you get the job and then they bring the guy back that had the job, it's kind of weird. I get why he wouldn't be too happy with that. Yeah. Especially since everyone apparently loves Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not a guy people hate. They love being around him. If Trey Lance has two bad games, guys in the locker room will be like, Jimmy brought us to the NFC Championship game and a Super Bowl. Why are we doing this with Trey? This is management trying to protect their jobs. That could for sure happen this year. Yeah, I can see that. But my boy Kyle Shanahan is an offensive genius. So he might be able to fix this whole issue and have Trey Lance look like look like look like an MVP. So it's never a problem. That could happen too. Um, yeah, like I mean, <laughs> you're right. no, like I don't, I don't think San Fran's going to be bad. I just hope they don't shoot themselves in the foot, not knowing which direction they're going with Jimmy G or Trey Lance. That could hold them back. It's true. I think there's a 25 percent chance there's a quarterback controversy in the first little while of this season. That's possible. Yeah. Okay. The defense. An elite unit. Nick Bosa was a monster. Eric Armstead's a monster. Javon Kinlaw has not been the first round pick we were promised, but he has a huge upside. Fred Warner's a top three linebacker in football. They got Traverius Ward from the Chiefs. Jimmy Ward's on IR, but he's coming back. They have pieces that could be really good. The defensive line is disgusting. Could this be the best defense in football this year, Will? Yes, it can. It has the potential to be. And if not, it's top five at worst. I think if Nick Bosa and Armstead are healthy, the sky's the limit for this team. It's defensively. Like, those are two scary dudes. Nick Bosa might be the best pass rusher in football, not named Aaron Donald. But he's that kind of talent. Yeah, it's just the health thing with him, right? WBB, I've said it for years. I don't trust him. But we'll see if he can figure it out. I like the San Fran team, though. I like I like the team. I really do. Okay. Let, let's not spend too much time on Seattle. I think this is going to be one of the worst teams in football this year. Geno Smith is the starter at quarterback. He beat out Drew Locke. They have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. They have their first-round pick, Charles Cross, the left tackle, who might be pretty good. Besides that, it's a lot of very, very mediocre web. I have very little faith in this offense at all. It looks bad. Like... Seventeen really points a game bad. Like I don't, I don't think this team's going to be good on offense at all. Yeah, I could see that. Um, we were talking about a team last week. I can't remember who in the AFC that that you predicted would score in the teens, and I said I think it'd be better. Well, I think it's Cleveland. Yes. While while they don't have uh, Deshaun, so this uh, team, Seattle, I think is going to be scoring in the teens for sure. Yeah, that's definitely possible. I mean, Geno Smith might surprise us all, but I've seen Geno Smith play, and it's not good. Uh, I, I'm rooting for him. He seems like a good guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this 
this defense has Jamal Adams at safety and then a bunch of meh. Al Woods, Puna Ford are okay at stopping the run. I thought Shelby Harris has been overrated since Denver. Jordan Brooks should be nothing at linebacker. He was a first-round pick that no one thought should be a first-round pick. I just, I think this defense is going to be bad, Web. I don't have any faith in it at all. They have no juice to get the passer. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be really bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, Russ wanted out. I think he's in a much better situation. Uh, Denver, they wanted Jamal Adams. Now they have him. He has nothing good on Seattle. Bobby Wagner, they cut. It's very interesting. They lost Chris Carson over the offseason. Chris Carson retired because of neck injuries, I believe. Yeah. So he says. I think he saw the situation in Seattle. That's and, possible. Uh, I think he'll be Jamal, back in a year or two. Jamal Adams might lead this team in sacks. That's actually possible. That's true. Just... This team is going to be awful, and I'm going to try and watch zero games from the, from them this year. I don't want to watch them play one time. It's going to be bad. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, week one, week two, I'll probably watch them. Week yeah. one, Russ is coming back. I'll watch that game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's that homecoming. Yeah. All right, Webb. Let's get to our predictions now for the NFC West. Who do you have coming in fourth place? Seattle Seahawks. What is their record? Four and 13. I have Seattle in last place as well. I have them going three and 14. So similar boat here. Yeah. Who do you have in third place? The Arizona Arizona Cardinals. I also have Arizona in third place. What is their record? Seven and 10. I also have Arizona at seven and 10. Well done, Webb. Good prediction for once in your life. I hate you so much. Who do you have in second place? I have San Fran, and their record is 10-7, and seven, although I feel that they could be better than that. I have San Fran in second as well at 12-5. and five. Okay. And we both have the Rams in first place. What is your record for the Rams? Yeah, I have the Rams at 12-5 and five in first place. I have the Rams at 12-5 and five as well, tied for San Fran, but they win the tiebreaker. Okay. I wouldn't have done that, but they're the reigning Super Bowl champions. So I had to give them a bit of respect, even though I think San Fran will be better this year than the Rams. All right. Let's move on to the NFC South web. This division is very, very interesting. Last season, Tampa Bay was the one seed. They won 13 and four. New Orleans finished second at nine and eight. Atlanta was in third at seven and 10. Carolina was in last at five and 12. This team, this division has three new starters at quarterback, which is, I think, the only division that has so much change. So it's very, very interesting. I think a bunch of these teams could win this division. Let's get right to it in Atlanta. Marcus Matt Ryan is out. Marcus Mariota is in at starter. They drafted Desmond Ritter in round three. I think there is a solid chance he ends the year as the starter. So we'll see how that goes. They took Drake London at eight overall, the wide receiver from USC. Big body guy, kind of a Michael Pittman clone. You still have an elite tight end in Kyle Pitts. Offensive line is so-so. Do you think this offense, this offense could surprise people with Marcus Mariota? I do not. I kind of agree with you. I like Mariota. I think he'll be injured at some point. But I think Desmond Ritter just might be better than him. Like right now, he's probably better. So I, I think they didn't give him a job because he's a rookie, but I think he'll end the season with with a job. He's, he's better than Mariota right now. 100%. Calvin Ridley still suspended for gambling, which is not ideal. 
Uh, this team has a wide receiver playing running back still in Cordero Patterson, who was a revelation last year. I think this offense could have some good moments, but I have very little faith in it being good at all. Uh, yeah, no, this offense is not going to be good. And the defense somehow might be worse. They have an elite corner in A.J. Terrell. Grady Jarrett is still really good, if, even if he isn't the elite player he was a few years ago. Sean Evans never kind of am- amounted to what we thought he would be on Tennessee. Lorenzo Carter hasn't really proven it from Georgia yet either. Casey Hayward is in 2012. I just, I don't know who's going to get them seven sacks. I don't think there's a guy in the roster that can do that. I, that's, that's an issue for me defensively. I don't think it's going to be good. Not going to lie. I think we're looking at one of the worst teams in football. It's definitely possible. It would not surprise me at all. This was, yeah, a bottom three team. And they did it on purpose. They treated Matt Ryan ate like $40 million of dead cap money. So they'll, they're going to bottom out this year. The next year, they're going to come out of it okay. That's their thinking, I think, this season. I mean, yeah, I, I think I agree with you partially. I also think he was not good, and they needed to move on. The Colts scooped him up. I would fight you right now if you were here. You're a bad person. Matty Ice is a, is a king amongst men. Okay. But yeah, I think this will be a this will be a a bad team that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna enjoy watching very much this year. Yeah. Okay, Carolina Panthers traded a whole bunch of draft picks to get Sam Donald last year. Drafted Matt Corral in the third round this year. Traded up to get him, I believe, and then still traded for Baker Mayfield after all that. Because this team has no idea what it's doing. Christian McCaffrey is the best offensive foot weapon in football for three and a half games. And then he's on IR for the rest of the year. DJ Moore, DJ Moore is really good. Robbie Anderson is pretty fun. The offensive line, I never liked Iki Ikwanu as much as some people did in the draft. I think he might be a better guard. He's their starting left tackle this year. Taylor Moten's a good right tackle, but... How good is Baker Mayfield? That is the question that we'll see how this team does this year. Is he good or is he bad? What do you think he is? I think he's right smack dab in the middle. Um, Yeah, we were talking about this last week. Good is probably top 10 to 12 quarterback. I don't see Baker Mayfield falling anywhere close to that. If Baker Mayfield was the 14th best quarterback in football this year, it would not shock me. I think he's capable of doing that. If that's his ceiling, I'm worried for Carolina. Oh, I'm worried for Carolina if it, number one is his ceiling. This team is not good, Webb. He's <laughs> got some issues here, Webb. But I think Baker plays better when he's overlooked. Uh, he was not recruited, no scholarship in college. Won the Heisman. Was the number one overall pick. The Hugh Jackson Coach of the Year awarded him as being the backup quarterback as a rookie. Came in. Played amazing as a rookie. And then he got too big for his britches and was awful. Kept getting hurt. Then Cleveland traded him for a guy accused of a lot of bad stuff. This might put Baker in the mindset of like, I need to do this. My career could be over. Everybody hates me. Where he's just elite again. There is a 5% chance that happens this year. I think. Yeah, I wouldn't say, you know, it's not going to happen. But I don't feel like Baker's being overlooked this year. I feel like the spotlight's on him still. He got the starting job already. I mean, Sam Darnold's hurt. And then they're playing Cleveland week one. So I think that there's a lot of eyes on Baker, uh, you know, this this season. I'm not, I'm not that confident that he's going to do that well. The best he ever he's ever done is his rookie season. I don't know if we see that this year. That's fair. That's possible. I think he might. If McCaffrey stays healthy, I think Baker could have a really good year. 
if McCaffrey is hurt, this team is doomed. So we'll see how that goes. Defensively, though, they have some pieces. I love Brian Burns. I had him as Defensive Player of the Year last year preseason. Didn't quite live up to it, but he was pretty good. Derek Brown's a monster inside. I love Shaq Thompson at linebacker. Dante Jackson was a really solid corner. J.C. Horn was drafted over Patrick Sartain, so the sky's the limit there. And some solid safeties in Jeremy Chin and Xavier Woods. Like, the defense has all the pieces to be a really good unit. I'm not sure a top five unit, but they can be a top 10 defense, I think, this year. That's possible for them. I think if they're a top 10 defense, I think they're they're going to be in the playoff run. It would not surprise me if Carolina was a playoff team. I, I really would not surprise me. Now, I don't I don't think they'll make it, but the NFC is wide open. And I could see them winning nine games. That's possible. And nine games might get you in this year. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's move on to the New Orleans Saints. Sean Payton is out. Dennis Kelly is the new head coach. He was in Oakland before and then the offensive coordinator, sorry, defensive coordinator for the Saints the last few years. Dennis Allen. Eh, same thing. <laughs> Jameis Winston is back recovering from an ACL injury. Alvin Kamara, some people thought would be suspended. Apparently, he's going to play this whole season. Michael Thomas is apparently back for the first time in two seasons. Jarvis Landry, they signed from Cleveland. They traded like two first-round picks to get Chris Olave in the first round at wide receiver. They lost an elite left tackle to Miami. They drafted Trevor Penning in the first round to replace him. He got hurt immediately. Now they have James Hurst as their left tackle, who is not elite. They're, the rest of their offensive line, though, is a really good unit. Andrews Pete's really good. Eric McCoy is a first-round pick. Or second-round pick, sorry. Cesar Ruiz is the first-round pick. Ryan Ramchak is a top-three uh, right tackle in football. Like They have the pieces here to be a really good offense if everyone plays. But I have a feeling that everyone will not play. But this offense has top-five offensive potential. It really does. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot to really like to process with this offense because Michael Thomas has not really played much in the last few years. And Jarvis Landry, uh, this is not 2017, so I don't know what version we're getting. Uh, Chris Olave is a rookie, obviously. And Teron Armstead, I think, left a big void. So we'll see what happens. And then there's Jameis, obviously. I have been the president of the Jameis Winston fan club for some time. I think he can turn it around and be a really good quarterback. If he can just stop throwing interceptions a little bit. Like he threw 30 that year. If he could throw 20, get 5,000 yards. If he could throw 5,000 yards and 20 interceptions, this team's going to the playoffs. That's possible. I think you're right. And the defense web, it's got some dogs on it. Marshawn Lattimore is an elite corner. Tyron Matthew might not be what he was. Still a really good safety. They signed Marcus May from the Jets, who's pretty good. Marcus Davenport. Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan is the most underrated defensive player in football. Pete Werner is a great, great linebacker. Demario Davis is a great linebacker. Like They have dogs everywhere in this team. They had so much uh, secondary help. They just gave CJ Gardner-Johnson away for nothing, basically. Like, we don't even need this guy. That's how good we are. This team believes in its defense, and the defense could take them really far this year 100 percent. i think to me this is the, the strength of this team uh like you said they have some really have big names on defense and this secondary might be the second the, it might be the top three at worst i think secondary in the league um it's interesting that the, the defense has 
two coordinators, whereas the Patriots can't even get one offensive coordinator really officially on the roster. So I hate the Patriots so much, but I love these Saints. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I think I they're gonna be to so get... much fun. Wait, what happened to Taysom Hill? Uh, Dennis Allen realized that he's not good and said, "I can actually not play this guy." He's listed at tight end now on this roster, not at quarterback anymore. I'm okay with that. And he's the backup tight end, I imagine. He is the backup tight end. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. I like Taysom Hill. He, he, he was kind of fun to watch sometimes. You're no fun. You yeah, hate so fun. A lot of people were kind of fun. All right, let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Devils <laughs> team with Tom Brady. Tom Brady retired for 40 days because he is a child who needs attention. Tried to squirrel his way out of a, of a contract with Tampa Bay to go to Miami. Destroyed that franchise, made them lose first-round picks, third-round picks. Got their owner suspended for a while because Tom Brady is such a dirtbag who has no honor. Uh, Chris Godwin has come back from an ACL. Hopefully he's going to play in week one. Mike Evans, Lenny Fournette are back. This offensive line was a top three offensive line last year, though, Webb. And it is a very different unit right now. Donovan Smith and Tristan Wirfs are back at left and right tackle. Now they've lost the interior. Shaq Mason took $6 million less this year to come back to, uh, to play for Tampa Bay today. Now they have Robert Hainsey at center and Luke Godicki at left guard. They are not the elite players in Ali Marpet. And that way there last year, like this team is not as good, man, at offensive line. And Brady hates interior pressure, and he's going to have a lot of it this year. Currently, Brady is experiencing a lot of pressure, exterior and interior. Um, those are the rumors. Anyway, uh, Ryan Jensen, uh, he's out as well. So it's a very different offensive looking offensive line. Um, I still have confidence in this team. Brady looks very different than he did last year. I don't have as much confidence in Tom Brady. See, I still th- I think Tom Brady has a good year because he sold his soul to the devil. So he'll still play at a, a pretty good level this year. I have faith in him. I don't know, man. I think he's trying to renege on that contract too. So Maybe. And he's the only person more evil than the devil, so that makes sense. <laughs> uh, Cameron Brait and Kyle Rudolph are the two tight ends. What week does Gronk come out of retirement? Week eight? The, the rumors start to... Uh, start to uh, percolate in, in, uh, in, in week eight. I think he signs like November 15th. Yeah. Takes two weeks to ramp up in December. First game, December 1st, to get himself ready for the playoff run. That's my prediction here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this defense, though, it's really good, man. Vita Vea is probably the best run stuffer in football. Akeem Hicks is a guy I loved in Chicago, and I was just here for nothing. William Golston's still there. They drafted Logan Hall in the second round last this year. Got a steal there. Levante David and Devin White are probably the best linebacker combo in the league. Anton Winfield Jr., Carlton Davis, Jamel Dean. Like, they have a really good secondary, too. This defense is going to be really good this year. And it enrages me that Tom Brady will get credit for all these wins when it's the defense doing the hard stuff. <laughs> Do you know Sue is still a free agent? He wants $11 million, I heard. Uh. Good luck. Because Tampa didn't even, didn't even decide to bring him back. I agree with you on everything you said on the defense. Would you sign Sue for like $8 million right now? Because I might, but I don't think I need to. Uh, I would. I don't know if Tampa needs to, but I definitely would if I were, if I were another team. Yeah. I think Sue will get signed maybe October if someone gets hurt. And they'll be like, all right, we're desperate. 
I could see that happening, but I don't think it'll be this team. Maybe the Rams. Honestly, I think the Rams might take him back. Yeah. I mean, he's been on a lot of teams in his career, and he's pissed off a lot of people. It's you think he's happened. the most sorely guy in the league? Like, people hate him, right? Yeah. He's the most uh, unliked guy in the league? He's up there. Him and Wentz. At least yeah, Sue has true. an impact. Wentz has an impact. I'd say big, bigger. <laughs> Sue has a positive impact. That is true. That, that's, that's a fair point. <laughs> Gotta hate him. Wentz, not Sue. I like Sue. Okay. Let's do our predictions for this division web. The NFC South in fourth place. Who do you have? ATL, the Atlanta Falcons, 5 and 12. I had them at 3 and 14. So I yeah. do not believe in Atlanta at all this year either. In third place, who do you have? Uh, the Carolina Panthers at 7 and 10. I have Carolina as well at 8 and 9. So really close there. Okay. Second place, who do you have? I have the New Orleans Saints at 11 and 6. It's a nice record. I have New Orleans at 10 and 7. So you believe them a little more than I do. That's interesting. Okay. I thought I'd be higher than you there. I like them. And we both have Tampa in first. What is their record? Uh, I have them at 12 and 5. I have them at 11 and 6. So similar. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're kind of down on, on Tampa a little bit. I don't think year. they're going to be as good. As, yeah. They're not going to be as good as last year, I don't think. Yeah. But we'll see. Okay. Let's move on to the NFC North. We'll start in last season. Green Bay won at 13 and 4. Minnesota finished in second at 8 and 9. Chicago was in third at 6 and 11. And Detroit was in last at 3 and 13. Start alphabetical order as always. Chicago Bears are up first. Uh, Webb, this team is, is probably the worst offensive football. Why did they do nothing to help Justin Fields? Why did they hate him? I have no idea, man. This team is not good. I mean, they have a couple areas that I think are better than the rest and are decent. Like the defensive backs, I think, are, are a high point for this team. But there's a lot of bad, a lot of ugly on this team. I don't know why they left uh, Justin Fields with, with nothing to work with. Because the, the blame's going to be on him, I think, from a lot of people. Hopefully he can put together a, a decent uh, decent product. I think they're going to be awful. I don't think he'll get the blame because everyone knows he has nothing. But I could see him next after next season maybe getting traded for a third-round pick because they've done nothing. He's going to look bad. A smart team will scoop him up and figure him out, I think. Right. They have David Montgomery at running back. They have... Darnell Mooney at wide receiver, who's okay. And maybe the worst offensive line in football, Web. This offense is going to be awful, and I don't want to watch it at all. Except for Justin Fields will make some ridiculous throws because he's supremely talented. <sighs> I don't even know what to say about this team. There's not much to say, man. It's going to be bad. And their defense, it's interesting. Robert Quinn had a great year last year. Roquan Smith, that linebacker, wants a new contract, and they don't want to give him one. Al-Kadim Adamid was really good on the Colts as a backup. Him as a starter, I'm not sure will be so good. Like, Eddie Jackson was a really good safety a few years ago in that defense, the Vic Fangio defense. I'm not sure he'll have the same effect in this Matt Eberflus defense. I just, I don't like this defense either. This team is going to be really bad about it. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Like I said, like, the only... High point I see on this team are the, are the DBs, which I don't even know if they'll be great, but they, they have some pieces. Hopefully. We'll see. 
Let's move on to Detroit, a team I think could actually be kind of fun this year. Jared Goss back at, at quarterback. Amon Ross St. Brown was a, was a revelation as a rookie. I like DJ Chark a lot from Jacksonville. I think he could have a nice year. They have a really good offensive line. Taylor Decker is a solid left tackle. Jonah Jackson's a good left guard. Frank Ragnow is an elite center. Penny Sewell at right tackle for the time being. Like they have really good pieces there. DeAndre Swift at running back. I think can be good. I know we all remember him dropping that pass as a rookie, but I don't think that should define him. I think this Detroit offense could be better than people think it. I think it'll surprise people. I really do. Jared Goff is not the worst quarterback in football. He's not. That is true. He is not the worst quarterback in football. There's at least one other quarterback worse than him. <laughs> do you think he's that bad, honestly, like a bottom three quarterback, for real? No, 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 I don't. He brought you to the Super Bowl. I think he's probably like the 21st best quarterback in football. Like, he's right around that range. He's not the worst, but he's not the best by any means. Yeah, I'd have to think about it. Um, he's closer to 21 than he is to 30. That's kind of where I am, too. Yeah, I, between 20 and 25 probably makes sense to me, somewhere in that range. Yeah. This defense, I think, could be kind of decent, too. Aiden Hutchinson was the number two overall pick. I think he could be a dog at defensive end. I've always liked Charles Harris. Ali McNeil and Michael Brockers are solid run-stuffing guys down the middle. Jeff Okuda, if he could ever stay healthy, could be a decent corner. Like Tracy Walker at safety, Deshaun Elliott at safety. These guys are a name. Like people know who they are. They are professional NFL players. Could this defense be like the 17th best defense in football? Is that possible for them? Yeah, I think so. I think it could be a little higher than that, too. I think I agree with you. I think 15th, like, if they're the middle of the road defense, this team could win some games this year. I really believe in them. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I love teams that invest in the offense and offensive and defensive lines. And this team has done that maybe better than any team not named Philadelphia. Like these, these guys have put pieces in place to dominate the lines. And those teams win football games. They really do. This team has a chance. Yeah, I, I was... I was down on them more earlier on in the offseason, and I'm a little higher on them now than before. That's reasonable. I think, yeah. I, I think this team, it is Detroit, so they're not known for winning football games, but they could surprise some people and win some games, I think, here. Okay. Sure. The Green Bay Packers are up next. Aaron Rodgers is back at quarterback. Jordan Love is still his backup. They gave Aaron Rodgers a gigantic contract this offseason after a little bit of controversy. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are still the still the running backs that is probably the best running back combo in the league. They have no receivers after trading the best receiver in football, Devontae Adams. Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb. Those are three guys you do not want to be your number three receiver. And one of them has to be the number one. Not ideal, Web. I don't like how that's going to look. Maybe the number one receiver is Aaron Jones this year. I don't know, man. He'd probably be their best option, realistically. <laughs> uh, David Bakhtiari is back, apparently, for week one. This guy's been hurt nonstop for two years, though, so I'm not sure I believe him him to stay healthy. Elgin Jenkins, their right tackle, is also hurt right now. Like This offensive line was a strength, a lot like Dallas's, and now I'm not sure I can rely on it. Aaron Rodgers is one of the quickest throwers in the league, but that's when you're throwing to Devontae. You might need more time to throw to Randall Cobb. A little bit. Is this offense, with with Rodgers and Devontae last year, this was an elite unit. How much is missing Devontae going to affect this team, you think? I think in the beginning, it will affect them quite a bit. 
I believe in Aaron Rodgers a lot. So I think I don't think he'll take a huge step back, but I think it's inevitable that he will take a step back. I think that's probably correct. I think it's gonna be tough for him. He'll probably figure it out because he's such a good football player, but it's it's gonna be a tough look for sure to start the year. A lot of headaches, a lot of missed throws, a lot of drops early on. They could figure it out, but it might take a while. This defense, though, has some players on it. Kenny Clark is great. Preston Smith, Dean Lowry, good players. Jaron Reed, great player. Rashawn Gary has come on the last year. Jair Alexander is a top three corner in football. Darnell Savage was a really good safety for them. Eric Stokes was a high-drafted corner that they believe in. Like This defense, I think, will lead these offense this year. I think the defense will end the year more highly ranked than the offense. Does that sound believable to you? I agree. Yes, it does. I would really enjoy the defense being more responsible for team wins, and Aaron Rodgers is looking stupid as well. That would be fun for me. I would personally enjoy that. You're a mean person. I watched Con Air yesterday, and Aaron Rodgers dressing up like Con Air. That's a bad movie. And he brought that to my memory, and that's his fault. He wasted two hours of my life. <laughs> Still don't know why he did that. Exactly. It was a bad decision. That's my point. This guy makes bad decisions. He signed the contract knowing Devontae was going to get traded. This guy yeah. just... It's ridiculous. He does not care. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Minnesota Web. They have a new head coach in Kevin O'Connell. This offense could look very different this year. He's going to bring the Rams offense to Minnesota, which could be fun. Kirk Cousins is still there. Dalvin Cook at running back is a top five running back. Is Justin Jefferson the number one receiver in football this season? He says he will be. Uh, I don't know. Because I think Adam Thielen's... Sorry? Why we pay you the big bucks to not know stuff. No, I, I, I'm going to say no. Not because he can't be, but because uh, Adam Thielen's still there. You know, they brought in Jalen Rieger. KJ Osborne still there. It's a very pass-happy offense. I think it can uh, spread the ball around a little bit. And yeah, like I mean, I think I was looking up Justin Jefferson's stats the other day, and I I thought I remembered him being better than he was on paper. Like when you watch him play, you see why he's one of the best receivers in the league. But um We'll see, man. Like, I don't think he's going to have like a Cooper Cup year or anything. I think he might have a Cooper Cup light year. I could see him winning the Triple Crown this year. Yards, receptions, touchdowns. I'd be surprised um, if he did that. Because I'm looking, let me see. So last year he had 108 receptions, which is very impressive. 1,600 yards, very impressive. Uh, Double-digit touchdowns. Yeah, that's, that's big. I just want to see... If Cousins continues to target him, he had 167 targets. Um, yeah, let's see. Like, you know, do they involve Dalvin more in the passing game? And and, and Thielen, if he can stay healthy, um, and Irv Smith, if he can stay healthy, we'll see. Okay, the offensive line. Christian Jarosaw was a first round pick last year. Apparently, he's looked much better in camp this year. He was was not very good last year. The offensive line, I think, it could be middle of the road. And if they are middle of the road, this offense could be a top five unit. I really believe in Christian Kirk. Sorry, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. I believe in these guys. I really do. The defense is kind of interesting, though. They've got some really good run stuffers in Dalvin Tomlinson. Harrison Phillips is good, good, good against the run. I like Eric Kendrick still. I like Daniel Hunter still. Pat Pete is still there. Harrison Smith's an elite safety. Like I still like this defense. 
I know the head coach is gone. Zimmer is gone. But I still think this defense will be good, even under Kevin O'Connell. I think it's going to be a good unit. I think Minnesota's going to surprise some people on defense this year, Webb. I really do. All right, so we disagree there. I don't think this defense is going to be very good. But, you know, if they are, <clears throat> it certainly would surprise me. Um, I just think, like, it's basically a turnstile to throw on. And we'll see, man. Like, I don't have high hopes, but I do think they're, you know, silver lining for them is their pass rush. I think they will be able to to get at the quarterback more this year with Darius Smith and uh, Daniel Hunter. So we'll see. I'm surprised you don't believe in them that much. I thought you'd like Minnesota this year. I don't believe in their defense. I think their offense will be fantastic. I just like some of these guys in this defense. I know they're a bunch of older guys, but I still think they can play. I think they're going to be good. Yeah. Let's see how we predict this division to end up. In fourth place, who do you have, Webb? Uh, the Chicago Bears. And their record is four and thirteen in my prediction. I have Chicago. I have Chicago as well at three and fourteen in last place. So you have them at four and twelve, four and thirteen. Yeah. In third place, who do you have? I have the Detroit Lions in third place, and their record is eight and nine. Oh wow! I have Detroit in third as well at seven and ten. I thought I was high on Detroit. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, the, the, it might not be bad. They, they could have won seven games last year. That's true. Who do you have in second place? Uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, What's their 10 record? And seven. Ten and seven. I have Minnesota in second as well at eleven and six. I okay. think Minnesota's going to be good this year. You are very high on that defense. I am indeed. Who do you have? In, what do you have? Green Bay's record at this year. We both have Green Bay in first place. Yeah, uh, eleven and six. I think it's going to take a little time for them to figure things out. I have Green Bay at 13 and four. And the only reason for that is Matt LaFleur has won 13 games each of his first three seasons. I got to give him the respect until he, until he loses it from me. It's pretty good rationale. I thought so. A little lower on them. Okay. Uh, my playoff order, one through seven. I have Green Bay as the one seed. I have Philadelphia as the two seed. The LA Rams as the three seed. Tampa Bay as the four seed. The wild cards are five, San Francisco six minnesota and seven new orleans those are my playoff teams in the nfc who do you have webb i'll leave a little suspense i'll start in the reverse order uh seven spot minnesota six spot san francisco fifth spot and the final the other wildcard team new orleans uh the four seed green bay three seed tampa two seed the la rams that means the number one seed i have is the Philadelphia Eagles. That's interesting. I have Philadelphia as the two seed. You have them as the one seed. That's pretty interesting this year. We both believe in Philadelphia. Yes, we do. I can't wait, man. Two days until football's back. You ready for this? So ready. We'll be back on Thursday, giving out all our picks for week one. Webb, get ready for this show. I have been destroying you in that week to week. So please show up this year for once in your life. I don't think you remember how it went down last year, Coop. I don't remember it that way. I remember you going down in flames is what I remember. Just a bloodbath. Because I was on fire. Awful. Awful stuff. Everybody, please go download on iTunes. Please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. We are huge on verbal. Please get Jeff Bezos off my back and subscribe and download Amazon Podcasts. That is a thing that exists. Yes. So please do that, listeners. Wait, add in something there, Webb. That's good for you, buddy. 
Always enthusiasm. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. We out. Uh...